0: Okay, so my friend Nena came to help me clean today because I'm just not motivated. I don't want to clean. Nobody helps me clean. The only one that helps is Julian, my son. He throws the trash. He does dishes and the kitty litter. But nobody else does a damn fucking thing. And I don't want to do it because I'm just depressed and not motivated and whatever. So I I called my friend Nena. Um, she was my neighbor over there in, uh, Santana and, uh, Warwick Square. Oh my gosh, she cleaned the fuck out of the house. She scrubbed. It smells like pinchy Clorox. Okay, but it looks good. And, um, <sighs> okay, so we play. we were, I, I played her Mex, M- Mexican music, whatever she wants, because it motivates her to clean. says, play this, play that, play this, play that, play Lil Dan, Lil Dan. So there was a song called Mari is the amor. And, um, and okay, I had a little like a relationship with her brother. Um, her brother. And, um, and I played the song like three times. And it reminded me of him. You know, it wasn't all that bad. It's just, I just didn't, wasn't in love. And I've been single for a long, 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 long time. And I'm just not used to having anybody around me. And while he drinks... Well, at the time, he was drinking heavily. And all he did was drink, eat, sex... um, What else? Sleep. And then sometimes he would fall off the bed because he was so drunk. And, um... (laughs) So... So we call her mom, her my, my viejita, um, her mom. They love me. They love me so much. They wanted me to marry their son. And he he fell in love with me. He fell more in love with me than I did with him. But it just didn't work out. And I had to ask him to leave. And I think that broke his heart. Okay, so uh, after we split up, Martín, that was his name, Martín. Martin Sanchez. And um we call them the grandma the mama Nina's mom today. And she was and I was telling Oh my god, Nina's here helping me clean. And of course I have to pay her. I mean she ain't gonna do it for free. Who's gonna clean your house for free? But it doesn't matter. It's worth it. Because she cleans and she cleans and she scrubs. Okay, so we called the ma, the grandma, the mom, and I was told, oh my god, Nena's here helping me clean, and, um, I was, we were listening to Leo Mari, Mari is mi amor, and we listened to it three times, sorry, I got the hiccups, okay, we listened to it three times, and I was thinking of Martin, he used to sing that song, I'm sorry, he used to sing that He'd sing that song to me. <laughs> and so we were, you know, was thinking about him. And she said, you know, he thinks about you too. I said, really? Does he? I said, yes. Because she said the other day, he got a house and, and he met this woman on Facebook from Guadalajara. And they live over there Michoacán, in Michoacan. In Ranchito Pelón or something like that. I don't remember where exactly they live. But he says, she said, he got real, real drunk. And then um, he got kind of abusive towards this woman. I forgot her name. And he was saying, get the hell out of here. Go back to Guadalajara. I want my mari, mi mariposa. He used to call me his butterfly. And he used to sing that song to me, and and he's—I thought it was kind of interesting that he he thinks about me, and you know, it it could have worked out. Maybe, 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 when the kids move and they're grown up, and I'm all alone with with Rocco, uh, or Rocco dies or something drastic like that. Send her back to Guadalajara. Maybe I'll go live in Michoacán, Mexico. I'm just saying. I don't know. I thought it was kind of cute. I thought it was kind of a cute story, but that's about it. Okay. So, I was just I'm kind of laying here. I spent a couple hours in the car just breathing and thinking and, and um, processing my life. And... um <clears throat> I don't ask for much. I really, really don't. I don't want to. Res- yeah, yeah, I want a little respect, but you have to earn that. But don't. Tell me what to do. Don't. 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 Judge me. And don't censor me. Okay, because I, I'm open. I'm very open and raw. And what you see is what you get. And um, I don't, I don't sugarcoat anything. I tell it like it is. I, I, I'm a very feeling, empathetic person. And um, I feel things. I feel things very, very deep. And um, I don't want to be... Judged. Criticized. Oh, Forgot what I was saying. Anyway, I'm just gonna go to sleep right now. I was trying to watch um, some videos. I love the Blues Brothers, the SNL episode with Jampelushi and um, Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> and <laughs> And I was trying to watch Tina Turner because I love Tina Turner. She is epic, phenomenal, survivor, talented, amazing woman. And God, if I could meet her, that would be so cool. And I would like to meet Sheila E. Oh my God. Okay, I work for Oak Tech, Orange County Children's Therapy Car Center. And Dr. knows a musician. And he says, I would like to bring some of my musician friends for the grand opening. And and guess who he brought? Guess who he brought? Chile. How did I miss that? And I also like Lila Downs. She is underrated, super talented, internationally beautiful woman, and I love her, and I want to meet her, too, and, well, these are, these are, like, living legends, and Santana, Carlos Santana, Mm. amazing, beautiful man, I met his dad in um, San Francisco, La Terraza, it was uh, some bar, restaurant, and somebody told me that's Carlos Santana's dad. I was only like 12, and um, I said, like, "Mom, wow. his father was a mariachi, and that's how he learned his musical talent, and playing, and, and playing for people in Tijuana, <sighs> Who else do I want to meet? Okay, Prince is dead. David Bowie is dead. Freddie Mercury is dead. Michael Jackson is dead. Uh, God, my only regret in life right now is that I did not see Prince in a live performance in a concert. But there's a a lot of beautiful... Artists, musicians, actors that I would like to meet. I, oh, Linda Perry. Oh, my God, Linda Perry. A beautiful, amazing, talented artist. <laughs> she wrote songs for Christina, Pink. And I don't know who else. But the song, Letter to God, that song gets to me. That song really gets to me because that's how I feel, I feel broken, I feel damaged, I feel, I can feel her, I feel her, because I'm a very feeling person. Okay, so I have a really, really good doctor, Dr. Romero, I think he's Colombian, he helped me lose over 100 pounds. And then he was doing some, um, I don't know, some cosmetic surgery and stuff like that and liposuction. And he asked me if I would like to be one of his models, a little guinea pig. <laughs> Okay, so I said, well, hell yeah, because, you know, they were kind of like to do this. Okay, they put these needles in your face and then they put some 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 string or something in there and then they yank it up and it gives you like a little facelift and it hurt it didn't feel good I had it done twice but the best part of it was that I got to spend some time with Dr. Romero we went all the way to um, all the way to LA and, um, for his training and I was his model his guinea pig and it was free. It's like a twelve hundred dollar procedure. What do they call that shit? I don't remember. Um, okay, so so we got to spend time, and and they did the procedure, and there were other doctors there, and other other models, other guinea pigs, and um, damn, I look good. Okay, they took all the wrinkles because I have like these Mar- marionette lines. And they 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 sh- they like, they just lifted it, not not like a facelift. It's it's just it's temporary though. That's not the only thing that sucked. Man, it only lasts like a year, and then after after that, your face kind of goes back to what it used to be. So after after that, me um, Doctor Romero, he says, uh, "Are you hungry?" Oh my God, I got nauseous in his car because I get car sick if I'm not driving. And he had to pull over, and he had. And I told him, "I, I, I, I I'm not feeling good, Doctor Romero." It was after the procedure, so he pulls over, and he found a grocery bag or something in the in the trunk, and I was like practically throwing up in there. And then, so after that episode, oh my God, his car! I was looking at his car, like the brand, like a ninety thousand dollar car huh that man is cool and rich and smooth okay he's old he's older but he's really cool and um so we went to eat and i i'm not a big eater because i just don't have a big appetite since i had the, the 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 lapin and then after the car sick thing so i just had a little soup a little salad I don't know, he had like a big old fat ass steak and all this and all that. And he says, are you sure? No, I'm sure. This is this, this, this all I want. You know, I'm not like that. You know, soy aprovechada. I don't take advantage of any situation. I just eat what I eat. And, and we were talking, and we got to get to know each other a little more, like on a personal level, not just the doctor patient. And um, that's so cool. I love Doctor Romero. He helped me so much, and um, I think he, I think he appreciates me too. You know, he is married, and Colombian, and he's always he doesn't work that much. I think he wants to retire, but like, you know, he likes the money. And um, like, I'll have a, a, a ten o'clock appointment or something with them. And he's barely strolling in. Okay, you know, he's he's a real beautiful person. And I really appreciate me, Dr. Romero. Okay, so as a kid, I loved The Wizard of Oz. I used to wait for it once a year. They would play it around Easter time. And I loved that, that, that show. It just took me to another world, another realm, and my imagination swirled around the movie. And um and then I've been watching like like biographies of Judy Garland and what her life was like and what she went through and they put her on diet pills, and um she was older than the the child that she played and uh wow it's amazing. So I want to watch it. I want to watch it now, because I miss my childhood. It was part of my childhood, and we used—I used to watch it every year. I waited for it, and then it came out on, on 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 video, and 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 it was released, and it took kind of took the magic away. But I still love that movie. One of my favorite movies. And another one I really like is The Never Ending Story. It's just very creative. And and there's a lot of like underlined things, like the the sinking swamps of sadness. And um, so many things in there. I've seen that movie many, many times, too. My, my all-time favorite is The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz. I think I'm going to watch it right now. Okay, so as a kid, I loved The Wizard of Oz. I used to wait for it once a year. They would play it around Easter time. And I loved that that show. It just took me to another world, another realm. And my imagination swirled around the movie. And um, and then I've been watching, like, like biographies of Judy Garland and what her life was like and what she went through. And they put her on diet pills. And um, she was older than the, the child that she played. And, uh, wow, it's amazing. So I want to watch it. I want to watch it now because I miss... My childhood it was part of my childhood, and we used—I used to watch it every year. I waited for it, and then it came out on 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 video, and 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 it was released, and it took kind of took the magic away. But I still love that movie. One of my favorite movies, and another one I really like is the Never Ending Story. It's just very creative. And and there's a lot of, like, underlined things. Like the the sinking swamps of sadness. And, um... So many things in there. I've seen that movie many, many times, too. My, my all-time favorite is The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz. I think I'm going to watch it right now. Okay, so I was watching, um... SNL, Saturday Night Live the old old episodes and the Blues Brothers keep on with Belushi and um, Dan Aykroyd. Oh my god, that stuff is so good. Classic. Epic. I can't stop watching it. It puts me in a good mood. They weren't musicians. They were actors and uh, um, comedians. But that one episode uh, oh God, what's the name of the song. Okay, the name of the song. I forgot the name of the song. I hate it when I'm talking and I forget the name of the song. Um. Oh, fudge. <laughs> okay, what well, the name of the song? Um. Oh my goodness. Oh, I hate that when I have this song. I'm trying to talk and, and I just like train of thought. Um. Oh, I'm your soul man. Yeah, soul man. Ugh, thank you. That's all I need. I need to remember this song, Soul Man. And I've been watching this thing. It's just so good. And it puts me in a good mood. And, and I love that you know, when he's dead. And, and then I guy's like dancing around. And like and, and this white boy downs and shit. <laughs> I just love it. I love, I love SNL. Okay, Gilda Radner, um, Eddie Murphy, um, I don't know who else. All the best, best comedians were on there, and, uh, me and Marcy, my daughter Marcy grew up watching that. She <laughs> I used to even take Gilda Radner because she, there's this one episode where she, like, takes something out of her eye and she says, you know the thing you get in your eye... And you run it round and round and oh my god my she was like a I chiquita me she was small. But she loved the SNL shows. And she would them. And she would also dance to that one um teenager song, um <sighs> Pardon Mary. Oh my god. I think she used to do it too, just entertain me and make me happy and and she was funny she's an actress and she's really really good um she didn't pursue it i don't know why but um she used to do that that, that lynn uh, gilda runner um episodes and she used to do tina Turner Mary, little little girl i don't know how old she was like five or six maybe younger <laughs> And she used to, used to entertain me and, and make us all laugh. And God, I wish we had like a camera or, or a cell phone back then because I would have loved to record that. Okay, so I just got off the phone with my daughter, Marcy, and we were laughing and talking. And she remembers everything. She remembers dates, time, what you were wearing, what you smelled like. And she was, we were talking about so many things. She was making me laugh so hard. I swear to God, I haven't laughed so much in a long time like today. And Because I, I call her because I'm bored and I'm lonely and I have no one else to talk to. So I call her and, and she called me back. She doesn't always answer right away, but she just called me back. And we were laughing and we were talking about chichones. Who knows what a chichone Okay, when I was a kid, there were some neighbors, and they lived across from, I think their last name was Tembara? I don't remember their name, but this pinche chamaca threw a rock at me, and and it hit me on the forehead. And I got this big old chichot, okay? It's like a, a, a protruding thing in your forehead. And then my mom put lard. She put lard on it. And salt. Like that was really going to help. Okay. And Marcy was telling me about her chichon. <laughs> she said she got a chichon with Susie. Her and Susie were playing around. <laughs> and they were running down the hall. And, and I guess Susie closed the door. And Marcy hit the door. And she got a chichon. And they said this, they did the same shit to her. They They put lard and salt on it. I don't know, I don't know what the, hell, what, what the f- hell that's all about, but it was funny, okay, it was funny, and, and Marcia remembers a lot of stuff, so much stuff that I can't even recall right now, and some of the stuff I don't even want to talk about, but um, I was just having a real good time with her today, and talking, and laughing, we laughed our asses off, and I was thinking about, okay, because I have real bad dandruff, I don't know, it because of the thyroid. And I was thinking of shaving my head. And she said, no, just put oil, coconut oil, and then put a bag on your head. But it was just real funny. We couldn't stop laughing. I imagine like a bag on my head, over my head, over my face. And we were, we were laughing so hard, so hard. <laughs> so I did put some oil. I'm not going to shave my head. Oh God, I feel like it, I've done it before. I've shaved my head before, but it wasn't because of the dandruff. It was just a crazy idea that I got. I want to see my head how it looked, if I had scars or what, and uh, just I just I just did it. it this was in L.A. when me and and Angelo moved to L.A. and uh, I shaved my head, and he didn't recognize me. He was like, he was looking at me like who the hell is that? And I said, it's me, mijo, it's your mama. How bald and shit. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm just going to go wash this oil, CBD oil, coconut oil, all this stuff I put on my head, trying to su- calm and soothe su- my itchy head. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I'm watching Michael Jackson. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know who I like more, Prince, Michael Jackson, Freddie Mercury, okay, there's so many artists that are dead and gone, I don't know, I don't know, I only got one tattoo, okay, a a Prince tattoo, but Michael Jackson was beautiful, amazing, creative force, And, and I don't know what else to say. I'm I'm watching his videos. Such a talented little boy. Such a talented child. Such a talented man. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. So anybody who knows me knows that I'm a big Prince fan. Okay, I, I don't got a tattoo on my arm for nothing. I don't know, I don't know who I like more. Prince. Michael Jackson. Okay, there's so many good artists. Um, <clears throat> Okay, so, um, I'm in my car, and Julian's coming to get the food. I'm getting some, um, some food. I want to get food in Santana. Because Santana has the best restaurants, right? Uh, I'll have be sure of a bunch of Korean, Muslim shit. I'm sorry. I'm not prejudiced. I'm not racist. It's the truth. But, uh, I got him three tacos. El, el borrego sagrado, the sacred sheep or goat or whatever that means. <laughs> I'm gonna eat my camarón shrimp cocktail because they made really good camarón shrimp cocktail. <clears throat> okay, you guys, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy being me. And my kids, you know, they love me so much unconditionally, and I'm so blessed to have these kids, three kids, three beautiful, amazing kids, and a cat, Rocco. He feels so safe and so happy. I wish I could share my life, life with him, but maybe in my next life, if that's even possible, I would like to be a cat. In a nice home, with people that love you and treat you good and feed you, and just—he almost died on us. He got real sick. He got like a um, gallblad stone stones in his urethra, and um, and he was like real lethargic and bleeding, and, and and just just laying there. And we took him to the vet. And they wanted to charge me like a thousand dollars or something ridiculous, and like I don't have a thousand dollars, man. Just do what you need to do. Okay, so they put this thing in his little pee pee, and me and Julian were sitting in the in the vet's office, and he screamed real loud, wow! Like me and Julian just looked at each other. We knew it was Rocco. They didn't anesthetize him, nothing. They wanted to keep him overnight, and do this and do that, and I'm like, we can't afford that. What can you do right now to help me with my cat? Okay, that's my cat, my pussy pussy, my Rocco. And um, they saved him, and he's good. He's a little skinny though, he doesn't need that much. He's a little skinny. And, um, I think I'm going to go with my cat right now. Okay, I love this, um, this song, um, every Tuckin' At Me from, um, Midnight Cowboy. I'm going to turn off right now. Okay, so, um, <clears throat> I don't ask for much. I really don't. Oh. Don't tell me what to do. Don't judge me. Okay? Because I don't do that to people. I don't do that to people. I don't judge. I don't criticize. I don't condemn. I don't, whatever. Um, But the main thing is, don't tell me what to do. Don't judge me. Because um, I don't do well with that. I don't judge. I don't tell people what to do. So can you just at least do that to me? With me? And don't criticize. And judge me. Because who are we? Okay, okay, I don't know what else to say. Okay. <coughs> okay, so don't tell me what to do. Don't judge me. And don't censor me. That's it. It's not that hard. I don't do that to people. And please don't do it to me. Okay. I'm sitting here watching The Minute Cowboy. Everybody's talking at me. I love this song. I love the movie. And um, I just want to share something. Do not tell me what to do. Do not censor me. And do not judge me. Okay? That's really all I have to say. I don't know what to say. Okay? Because, you know... Everybody shit stinks. Everybody's not perfect, and we all relapse. Whatever, 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 whatever. Okay, so I have this um, this family fam bam, and nobody talks about anything. All stupid shit. Nobody talks about their feelings, emotions, or anything. They're all like dead and numb. What's going on, man? Okay, maybe maybe it's me, maybe it's me. I'm an empath. I'm sentimental, emotional, I'm an artist, and I feel things really, really deep. But the rest of the family is like really boring. Superficial. Judgmental. Critical. So I'm I'm kind of, I'm gonna get out of there because they don't say shit. They don't talk about their feelings, emotions, what's going on, how are you feeling, what's going on, how was your day? Nothing. They're all dead and numb. Okay, so one of my favorite movies is The Graduate with Dustin Hoffman. Oh my god. Such a good movie. Mrs. Robinson is insane and she's she like totally totally seduces him and um and he has an affair with her and then um and then and then he goes on a date with her daughter, Elaine, and they fall in love. Okay, he's kinda of rude in the beginning of the date, but then he falls in love with her and she falls in love with him and and they end up really hitting off hitting it off but he's involved with Mrs. Robinson her mother hello and um she says I don't ever want you to see Elaine don't talk to her don't look at her don't think about her and and then she says I will tell her everything and, and he says I don't believe it I don't believe in Mrs. Robinson <sighs> So it explodes. He says, "Are you having an affair with somebody? What's going on?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's over. Blah blah blah. And then um, he goes in the house. It's raining. They're supposed to go for a cruise or a ride or something. And he goes in there, and Mrs. Robinson just standing there. And then and then he tells tells Elaine okay it was it wasn't just any woman, and then he looks to the you know the the door that's kind of cracked open, and she's standing right there and, and like she's like no, oh my god, get out of here <laughs> okay, what will you do you're, you're just too had an affair with your mother and 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 he pursues her and he pursues her, and he And he hunts her down. And and she's she's getting married to somebody else. And then um, he figures out where it is. What time in Santa Barbara or something. And uh, um, he gets to the church. Where she's getting married. Elaine. And it's locked. But somehow he goes up in the balcony. Up on the top. The scene. The scene that just... Is epic, okay? He's like, they're already kissing, they already got married, and he's like, no, oh my God, Jesus Christ, Mother Mary of God, I don't know what he says, and then he starts like, like banging on the on the window on the top on the balcony, and he says, Elaine, 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 and then everybody's like, oh, too late. Son of a bitch, whatever. They're all cussing at him. You know, you can see what they're saying in their um, their facial expressions. And she turns around. And she looks at him. With her wedding gown and her little hair thing. And she says, And I was like, oh my God. God, and then and then uh, and then um, her mother slaps her a couple times and says, "It's too late." She says, "No, not for me." And 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 they take off. He takes her from the church in her wedding gown and her whatever, and that's how it ends. And it was just so epic, so epic. Okay, so I'm going to do a little segment on Grandma and Grandpa. Gonzales Gonzalez over there and um Wilmington Torres? I forgot. And um they're so cute and I think Angie and Mars I mean Angela went to visit them today, which which is good, it's a good thing. And uh, I went to see them the other day too and they didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to give me, what to feed me, what to give me they gave me tacos and and enchiladas um, and Mexican bread and you want coffee, you want water, you have tea, you want soda. They just didn't know what to do. They're just so happy that, that we went to visit, you know. And, and um, it's a good thing, you know. We need to appreciate them and enjoy, enjoy them while they're here, you know. When they're, when they're pretty old. I don't know how they are. Well, I'm 60 so that must be like 7 or 80. <laughs> okay So I'm just thinking about um, um Anna And Manny They're such good people Such good people I appreciate them I really 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 do Okay, so I was talking to my sister a couple of days ago and she's was, she was so boring and shallow and uninteresting and boring. Anyway, she was telling me about her granite fucking counter and her fucking roof and her pool. Really? Do you have like no feelings and no emotions? She hung up on me because I think she knew I was um, drinking. I don't know. She didn't say nothing. She just kind of said, I can't talk to you right now. She says, what do you want me to talk about? How was your day? How are you feeling? Like inside? Emotionally? Fuck. Okay, so I have a cat. His name is Rocco. He's so beautiful. He has got little black ears and and he's just so cute and I've had him for years my little companion and he keeps me company and he's curled up around my feet and sometimes he lays on my crotch. And, or next to me, I put my arm out and he like lays his little head on my arm. He's so beautiful. If something happened to my gato, I would cry. I would be devastated. Okay, it's not like a child or a son or a daughter, but my cat is so... Precious and meaningful to me. Okay, I just want to share a little bit about um, Arena. Arena was a, a gay club in um, in WeHo in West Hollywood, and I used and uh, I I started going there. My daughter introduced me to it because she had a friend named Shalon that she met at the um, she met at a thrift store. And I don't know, they just like hit it off and she brought her home to the house over there on, in San Pedro on 22nd Street. And then uh, Shalon took her to a a club in LA, in Hollywood, and it was called Arena. And I was like, Marcy never been anywhere. She didn't come home like 3 or 4 in the morning and I was like, I couldn't sleep, I was worried, I do not know what was going on, where she was, Exactly. So she got home, and she was like, Oh, my God, Mom, I went to this club in Hollywood arena with my friend Shalon, And um, there were drag queens and club kids and performances, and it was amazing. And I think you would like it. I think you would love it. Because I'm kind of attracted to the weird and unusual, because I am myself a strange and unusual. So, so me and her... And her boyfriend at the time, Casey, we went to Hollywood to the club. And I loved it. I walk in. It was a beautiful building. They knocked it down. They made some beachy shrimp mall or something. Anyways, I walk in, and there, there's, like, 20 video screens, TV screens. And, and they're blasting and playing music and showing, like, different, different whatever of the, of the club and then there were these club kids. I never, I never even knew what a club kid was. So, I went, and I got to meet some of the uh, performers, the dry queens, Barbarella, Stacy, Saigon, um, Robbie. Okay, and I and I had my camera. I had a camera with me because I take my camera everywhere because I'll, I used to be a photographer. Um, so I said, can I take some pictures of you guys? And are you girls? Are you whatever? Queens? And they're like, sure. They were like too happy that I was like giving them attention with my camera. And, and, and then I, I started going there like every Friday, every Friday. And there was this little friend of Marcy's named George. And she brought him over. And uh, everybody was gay. that hung around me. And I used then I used to pack my little Volkswagen with all these little drag queens from San Pedro and take them with me. And it was the best time, okay? It was a lot, a lot of fun. Except one time, one time, okay, because there was a downstairs where they don't serve liquor. And um, upstairs, it was like disco. So I was upstairs, and there was a restaurant. And I ordered a shrimp salad or something. And because uh, I was hungry, and one of the uh, waiters drugged me, he must have drugged me because I woke up in a in like a utility closet with the brooms and the mops, and um, I don't even know how I got there. I I must have blacked out. They must he must have drugged me. I, my pants were inside out. I was missing a shoe. Um, by necklace I had this like fake pearl necklace and it was all busted. So I got out of there, I went home without a shoe, without my inside pants, inside out pants, and um, then another time I went over there and I was, I was, I was inebriated, not drunk, inebriated, and I, I kind of was verbal abusive to one of the um, security guys, and the 86 my ass out of there, and I never went back. I was scared to go back because these cabrones were mafia. I mean, if I would have come, I would have. I called the manager and talked to him, and this, 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 this happened, and blah, 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 blah. And you got kids here that are twelve years old, fourteen years old, and and he says, "Just it's all right. You're not eighty six. Just just come back. It's okay." No, I didn't fucking go. They're fucking mafia. They'll fucking fuck me up. So I never went back to arena after that. This was like in ninety maybe ninety five or ninety six. But I went there for, for quite a bit a few years. And I came became real good friends with uh, with the drag queens and the transvestites and the gay kids and and it was it was good. Okay, it was good. The music was banging. I used to dance and have a lot of fun and then I'd go home and then I'd go back to the next Friday arena. So I just got out of detox. I was at a college hospital for five days. It was a very strange and unusual experience. There was a woman there that said she needed needed an exorcism. I was like, please do not put me in this room with this woman. I don't want to see her head spinning. Because I am terrorized, terrorized of this movie. When I was 14, I saw it and it scared the shit out of me. And someone says exorcist, I'm like, I'm right, run- I run in the other direction. <clears throat> and they put me in a room. I was by myself the first night, which was great, because you get privacy, and you can sleep, and nobody's snoring, and making extra noises. But then they brought this girl in, a young girl. She looked like a mummy, okay? She was, she was really struggling with uh, withdrawal symptoms. I, I didn't know what she was on, or what she was coming off. She was throwing up and, and heaving and, and, and her stomach must have been cramping because she kept saying, oh, my God, oh, my God. She was in excruciating pain. <clears throat> like, over her, she was on phenamine, f- 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 phenamine, I don't know, something with an F or a P. But some really hardcore um, chemicals that mess you up more than crack or crack cocaine, and I'm like, wow, wow, I thought I was having it bad, you know, but um, it was, it was a good experience, and they took care of me, they medicated me, and um, just really, like, almost pamper you, you know, they bring everything to you, you say, I have a headache, they give you something for a headache, I have cramping, they give you something for cramping, I have body aches, they give you something for body aches. I'm shaking, they gave you something for that. And then they bring you your food, three meals. The, the, the food was not that good at College Hospital. That's the only thing that, that I didn't really like. But the staff was really good. And then I was about to check out. And then I got real sick. I got real sick. I got like real lightheaded and nauseous. And I got real, real pale. And I thought I was going to fall. And the nurse noticed, and she says, just go lay down, lay down. And and Angelo was supposed to pick me up at one. And he he showed up at one, but I couldn't, I couldn't, I I couldn't, they wouldn't let me go. And they medicated me a little more. And uh, made me feel a little better. And uh, kept me there another hour under observation. It was my blood pressure that had dropped. My blood pressure dropped really really low which, which is weird I'd never had a drop or I never noticed because I never measure it but um, I stayed for an extra hour came home checked the mail checked my mail emails and mail and then I um, I went and went I went to bed because I hadn't slept well the night before because I had short and I got up like every hour or so you know for that, and um, and then my roommate left, and um, um, anyways, that one crack girl, whoa, she blew me away. I I couldn't handle that. I told him like I'm gonna have to leave this room because I, I want to relax. I want to just detox. I don't want to be stressing over somebody that's that's dying over here, you know? Cause she, she I thought she was gonna die from the oh, from the um, the um, symptoms. The, the whatever when you when you cut when you stop using I mean I get I get shaky and I get like nauseous and stuff but I don't I don't feel like that, like I'm gonna die, you know. I just kinda like go to sleep and, and wear it out, you know, write it out. But I'm here. I'm here and um I'm clean and I need to figure out what to do next because this is not it. Five days is not enough for me. There was a woman there that said she needed needed an exorcism. I was like, please do not put me in this room with this woman. I don't want to see her head.